Hello and welcome to Unframed, conversations about the arts on CFCR 90.5 FM in Saskatoon and streaming live around the world at cfcr.ca. My guest tonight is Linda Stark, Gallery Manager for Art Placement and President of SAS Galleries. Thanks for being on the program tonight, Linda. Thanks for having me here. Your timing and coming on the show is actually quite good. Art Placement has been good enough to give CSCR $25 gift certificates toward the purchase of art supplies or custom framing, and these are being made available to our members. If you'd like to enter, please email contests at cfcr.ca with your name and CFCR membership number. So first of all, SAS Galleries. I think part of the reason that it's nice you're here is to talk a bit about the organization because it represents commercial galleries, but it also has a lot of programming that people may not be aware of. So could you just sort of start by talking a bit about what SAS Galleries is? Sure. SAS Galleries is a provincial organization. We currently have eight members, which are active currently in three centres, Regina, Saskatoon, and Meacham. And as an association, we are working towards the promotion, development, and encouragement of the growth of Saskatchewan art within professional gallery settings. Uh, We want to exhibit and encourage the general public to engage with original works of Saskatchewan art. And so it really is a collective almost or an organization based out of commercial galleries, but this idea of both how you can work together to create programming, but also to maintain standards of Sure. Yes, yes. Um, within within that sort of outline of the galleries, we um, want to ensure that the galleries participating are representing professional artists, that they're paying and working with the artists according to um, standard practices, uh, that the work is priced fairly in accordance with other galleries that are marketing that artist's work, that they're knowledgeable and supportive of the artists that they carry, and um, that it's been a, a business that's been established and ongoing in their marketing. And to my understanding too, there has been a bit of a push lately to incorporate smaller galleries or sort of spread yes. the reach. Yes, actually we've increased our membership to um, include a, a variety of different categories. So you'd have full membership, associate, uh, affiliate members, as well as artists that are able to, if they don't uh, currently have representation through a professional gallery, they're able to join us and participate in some of the programs that we have. And it would allow individual artists to become more aware of ongoing events within different centers and possibilities in terms of engaging with professional galleries that they see. Well, and along those lines, SAS Galleries has been planning more outward-facing programming as of late. There's been... Yes. Actually, um, two things we could talk to tonight. Um, First of all would be the uh, third annual Scottsdale Saskatchewan Exhibition, which is going to be slightly extended this year into possibly a a four to six week program down in Scottsdale, Arizona. And with Scottsdale 2016, uh, which will be primarily March... This is an art fair that's taking place in Scottsdale, Arizona. Is that correct? Or well, actually, it's uh, Scottsdale 2016 is actually described as a pop-up. Okay. So we're in Main Street, Scottsdale, Arizona, as we were over the previous two years, um, roughly for a period of, of four weeks. And what we hope to do is to bring a range of different artwork from Saskatchewan galleries, participating galleries, to an audience that we know has, you know, many snowbirds down there, many um, people traveling through the Scottsdale area that uh, are looking to purchase and engage with um, different forms of artwork. 
well, you mentioned the snowbirds and was that part of the reason that Scottsdale was chosen? Because to my understanding, this is the only location for this type of pop-up event through SAS Galleries, is that yes, correct? Yes, yes. While we've taken works to different um, trade missions through SAS Galleries, uh, London, Bilbao, New York, Chicago, etc. Scottsdale was sort of the, at this stage, um, singular pop-up gallery event that we've done and focused on. And so how does that work for galleries and artists in Saskatoon? Is it member organizations through Sask Galleries that select artists, or is it more open to the broader public? Well, at this stage, it is based on um, participating members. Uh, there's generally a curator that's established for each show who will um, contact participating members and put together a selection of works from each of the galleries to go down. And what has the response been like? How has this how has it taken up for uh, galleries and artists in Scottsdale, the response? Well, you know, with each year, you, um, you're able to provide a bit more um, connection or uh, flexibility in terms of the works you're able to provide. You get a sense of what's, um, what would be most popular in that space. Uh, of course, venues provide different challenges to us, um, so we have to be flexible in that way. But um, overall, it's been a very positive response from people... Uh, course traveling and residents of different areas down there in terms of actually the great pride that they have in work seeing works from Saskatchewan from their home province or from an area that they've traveled through and connected with in the past that's interesting so that people from here are actually connecting with local work in Arizona yes they may not connect with when they're here exactly yeah and they while they're there they're um, getting onto different social medias trying to you know get the word out to their friends back home and uh, picturing themselves in the space and it's it's good. Well it's interesting because oftentimes people do buy on vacation and so it's right. sort of this idea of taking our work and putting it in a place where people are on vacation where they might have that so they're not necessarily buying Arizona works but like right. local Saskatchewan works down. And, and they're winter residents so some of them are set up there for six months and some of them may want a, a bit of view of home so that enables... Mm-hmm that process. And so then the major target when you're there is sort of the snowbirds and those with connections back home or does it sort of just end up encompassing local residents in Arizona? Oh and there's so many outlying communities so we find it's uh, it's a broad range or swath of, of people that are coming through. So. Well, and the organization of it must, in terms of the coordination of having someone, because we have representatives from here travel down for the show, is that That's correct? That's right, yeah. That are then sort of selling the work on the behalf of the Saskatchewan artists there. So I'm assuming that's quite a bit of work to organize. It is. And, you know, we're so thankful for our um, Sask Galleries team of, of Randy Dove and uh, Brita Lind, who have really been essential in, in coordinating these events in the past. And we're actually really excited to announce uh, our new executive director, who will be starting towards the end of January, Kristen Wagman. Kristen's based in Regina, and um, she brings in-depth skills in membership engagement, partnership building, event planning, and sponsorship from her experience with the SAS Construction Association. She's also had um, previous experience with the SASC Association of Rural Municipalities. So we're really looking forward to working with her. She's got an amazing background in marketing, public relations, that the organization can um, put into place as we engage new members and uh, find new markets for Saskatchewan art. Well, and Sask Galleries, too, is building out of the Creative Saskatchewan Fund. 
there is yes. a tie-in but with Creative Saskatchewan too. Yes, exactly. So since 1999, um, Sask Galleries has grown through different funding sponsorship uh, bodies, but uh, currently Creative Saskatchewan is um, our primary funder and enables us to coordinate such projects as Scottsdale, but also to look forward to June of next year when we'll have our first ever Sask Art Fair in Saskatoon. Right, and so part of that Creative Saskatchewan call is to market Saskatchewan artists nationally, internationally, outside our borders, but then also mm-hmm. to create sales opportunities for them here. And so, as you mentioned, you've got a major new project coming up, the Sask Art Fair that's happening in Saskatoon this summer. Yes, yes. and based on our experiences in Scottsdale, we started to think, well, let's bring, let's bring our great marketing skills and our uh, incredible resources that we have right here in our province to promotion of Saskatchewan art within the borders. So we're going to start off uh, with a fair at the end of June, June 23rd to June 25th here in Saskatoon. And um, beyond our member galleries, we hope to engage with um, a range of local artists and uh, collectors and clients across across Canada. But um, probably the concentration this first year will be focused on Western Canada. Um, there's many galleries throughout Western Canada, for example, that we share exhibiting artists with. So it would be a great opportunity for our artists to work towards some some new sort of uh, exciting works for the fair. So that'll be an opportunity to um, see something outside of our regular gallery exhibitions. Uh, there'll be educational opportunities for all ages, um, public speakers, panels that we hope to engage different groups with. And to my understanding, this is the first art fair of its kind in Saskatchewan, or has this been something that's happened in the past before? No, it's exciting. It's the first ever. Um, And our focus will be, of course, to um, alternate uh, venues every year. So Saskatoon this year, Regina the following year. And it's it's an intense concentration of uh, all the best of Saskatchewan art. So it's really exciting. Did the inspiration then come from some of the larger fairs, such as in Toronto or Vancouver? Was the idea sort of to bring those fairs here, or are we trying to do something a little well, different? Well, we're trying to do something a little different, which is um, a bit more challenging, but then a bit more us. <laughs> so rather than try and replicate Toronto in Saskatoon, which I, I just don't think has much appeal at all, um, we want to bring our sort of unique sense of place, um, of the quality of of art that's produced here the uniqueness of it into um greater focus both for our residents here in the province as well as those visiting will that be in terms of not just the work that's shown but the structure of the fair around the work and the accessibility of the fair itself or yes yes we want to make it as as accessible as possible so um we hope to have uh, a range of different activities throughout that weekend um possibly also uh, opportunities for outside works to um, bring other audiences into that actual venue. So quite fluid and um, offering sort of a range of different activities throughout that time period. Well, and then in terms of artists here in town, is this again something that's sort of built out of the galleries in terms of galleries sort of booking spaces within the art fair or is there opportun- will there be opportunities for individual artists to sort of set up and sell works as well? Uh, yes, there will likely be um, a juried system in which outside uh, artists out- working outside of the traditional member gallery situation can apply. Uh, there'll also be 
the participation of the SAS Craft Council, so there'll be a, a craft component to the fair, which we're really excited about, and we'll offer a whole new dimension to the program, and um, so a range of range of different ways in which artists can engage. They can introduce themselves to the, this concentration of galleries, both within Saskatoon Regina and Meacham. They can um, start to meet different collectors and hear about more opportunities. So, And so there's this opportunity to try to sort of broaden through the collective body of galleries, both that's right. the work that's available, sort of the exposure to work, but also for artists to broaden the audiences that they're reaching. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Again, that sort of idea of these galleries working together through the lens of SAS galleries mm -hmm. to sort of reach out and maybe do more than any individual gallery could do. And then That's right. Is there a desire then, I know this is local and it's going to be in Saskatoon, but to market this out, like you said, to Western Canada to invite those from other centers to sort of come in and see the breadth of work that's being created here? Oh, yes. Um, for example, uh, throughout the member galleries and beyond, we all have a range of different collectors that we're engaged with um, and artists that we're working with. So we're really looking forward to uh, sort of a cross-hybrid of those different um individuals coming together, some of whom we saw down in Scottsdale. It's quite nice to reunite with collectors from Toronto and from Vancouver, and it's a great, great chance to connect. So. Well, and give them a bit more of an event to come out to than yes. would otherwise be sort of coming and seeing what's currently on. But Yes, and in part that speaks to um, those that have moved away from the province years ago still want to collect that piece of home, <laughs> so they um, are drawn to whether it's landscape or you know, someone working in a unique way, they want to bring that back to where they are currently posted. In your experience, then, you talked about how we're not trying to replicate Toronto, and I'd certainly second that. I, there's a uniqueness to this place I think is very valuable. But mm. how would you say that comes out in the works that you see? Like, how is that expressed? Well, it should also be noted that many of our artists throughout the province um, have exhibited at Art Toronto, so they, there's an engagement with Toronto Galleries already oh, sure. in existence. Well, I guess for on my end, I, I tend to find there's a lack of, I want to say, pretension to some of the works around here sometimes, or a willingness mm -hmm. to engage in the landscape in a way that may not be take place in other centers, or a willingness mm -hmm. to talk to people that may not necessarily even be collectors, you know? just mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure if that reflects in your experience too, but... Oh, I, yes. I, I tend to find that there's, you know, a nice approachability to the art around here sometimes. Yes, and you know, I, I think we find each of our member galleries in daily practice, we find that it's the storytelling that happens around the artwork. Some insight into uh, how long an artist has been dedicated to site or working in a particular manner. Uh, the general public and collectors, they, they enjoy that bit of information. It helps them better understand the artwork and... Uh, gives them an opportunity to then further that storytelling and education to their friends. Well, sure, the artworks don't generally sit on their own, but they exist within the story and within a narrative of mm -hmm. this place. And then mm -hmm. You're sort of taking a bit of that back with you, too. That's right. That's right. I was working with a, a collector not long ago who had this piece on his wall, and it wasn't, it wasn't by a famous artist. And it was, you know, it was just 
to him, it just it, it encapsulated something for him. It reminded him of his childhood in a way that was just so very obvious when he told the story about it. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's an, it's nice to see when people can connect with a work that way mm-hmm. when it mm-hmm. means something to them. But and you revisit an artwork every time you look at it and bring new things to it and take away new things, just as you do when you visit revisit your home, your home city or a piece of land that you've traveled too many times it's a new connection being made it's a way of remembering and Mm -hmm. too when you're moving away or something to hold Mm -hmm. on to which is really nice well to transition a bit then so we're talking a lot about commercial galleries and that, that space it creates for artists and for collectors and i think there is certainly a value there in terms of giving people something to hold on to like you say and then for the artists, obviously, it creates a bit of a financial space for them. But mm. sometimes there can be a bit of a divide between the sort of public and private or between like artists run and uh, mm-hmm. commercial galleries. But Art Placement and yourself and Levi Nicolot, who's the owner of Art Placement in particular, are involved with the AKA Art Draw. So sort of branching over a bit more to that non-commercial side of things. Do you, would you like to speak a bit about the art draw? It's coming oh, up. I'd, I'd be happy to. Um, and I, I should mention that Levi is on the fundraising committee, not myself, right. but we've been very excited to um, introduce this concept to a number of our artists at the gallery who are participating. And uh, so again, it's that nice join between, as you say, the commercial and artist-run centers, as there is sometimes a divide. So the auction coming up, the fundraiser is Friday the 18th, um, and there's still tickets available. I think we're up to 66 participating artists, so it's an exciting range of work, all of which is um, visible online. It's fully installed. You can go into the gallery space during hours and have a look at AK. And the funds raised uh, enables them to bring about uh, different levels of programming, uh, different ad hoc projects, publications, workshops that they're doing with uh, the public and various communities, as well as um, enabling them to collaborate with other artist-run centers across Canada. Well, sure. And I've talked with a few of the AKA board members in the past, and they've really emphasized this importance on their end to start to become more self-sufficient obviously they rely on grants but it's important to have a certain amount of fundraising within the gallery too so that there is a fallback for if grants are less than you expect or if you want to expand programming like you say they do have a community residency space now where emerging artists can Mm -hmm. create and exhibit work in the space and so i think this funding goes a long way to some of those programs and to my understanding this is the third time that they have held an art draw I believe so. There, there is a bit of a history in terms of the ph- Photographer's Gallery, for example, used to have much the same fundraiser for, oh, many, many years. And it's it's a super fun event. The tickets this year, they're $25, available online as well as through AKA. And uh, it puts in front of you a whole range of, of different artists' work, um, small scale, uh, something that everyone can find uh space for enables them to gift give some local artwork which is always a nice nice idea well yeah 25 dollars you can own quite a nice piece of art if your name is drawn so yes the way this is working then is that you buy a ticket which is sort of your admittance and sort of your draw ticket it's sort of functioning right in a couple of spaces there 25 dollars and like you said they have 66 draws so the the odds are pretty good Mm -hmm. i think I think at last count they were at like one in four, but obviously as mm-hmm. they sell more tickets, those odds might change a little. Yeah, but yeah. the idea being that as people's names are drawn, whoever's name is drawn first gets choice of any of the works and then it mm-hmm. sort of goes down from there and you get to choose among the remaining works. 
I missed the Tribe Red and White show. I was in Vancouver for that one, but I remember going to the first one in this iteration of Art Draws that they had. And it was a it was a smaller number of works, mm-hmm. and I think at the time that they were really trying to reach out to some of the more national or international and scale artists that had shown through AKA. Right. It was really quite a high caliber of artists, but there was less artists. And what I appreciate about the draws now is they're becoming more local. And it's mm-hmm. about, to me, it seems to it's be more point. Yeah, celebrating more, again, like you talk about art voice rather than just celebrating our voice in the place here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so under one roof, you gain access to the work of these 66 artists, some of which are participating in local commercial galleries, some of which are exhibiting nationally, internationally. So it's it's a broad sort of swath of um, different artists that have um, supported AKA over the years and want to see that programming that they may have benefited from in the past uh, continue. Well, sure. And I should say, talking about local artists, many of them are exhibiting nationally or internationally, but largely based out of here rather than being right. national artists that are sort of coming in with a work, which right. is an interesting. Yes. And so, yes, yes, I, I appreciate that focus from them. And this is also the tie into their Christmas party, the sort of year end yes. wrap up. So, you know, yeah. go down, have be Relax. part of the art draw. Yeah. Starts, uh, the draw starts at about nine o'clock, I believe, but the door is probably open at seven. So you've got a bit of time to have a look around, uh, check your list. And there's been some amazing uh, door prizes donated this year. If I could just mention a few of the of sponsors. Course. There's Black Flash Magazine, the Kenderdine Art Gallery, Kit and Ace, Little Bird Patisserie, Prairie Pie Company, Nicoma's Craft Ales, the Ramey Modern, Storefront, and so many more, actually including a bit from Art Placement. So we're all excited to participate and help out. Well, and what was that process like approaching commercial artists to donate a piece of work to AKA? Was there a generally good response from the artists or a willingness? Yes, actually, they were excited to uh, to be asked and interested to see uh, what the format of the auction or the fundraiser would be and happy to help. Many of whom, I think, as I mentioned before, um, have had artist-run experience in the past, uh, distant past, and, and may have wanted to reconnect with that form formula or formation locally so yeah great opportunity and as we're talking about that sort of divide or space between artists run and private spaces or commercial galleries i know sas galleries generally covers more of the commercial side of things but it's and this isn't a sas gallery event this is something that aka is sort of supporting but it seems like there's nice opportunities for that sort of collaboration that can happen too. Sure, and you know, leading up to the fair in June, we're, we're trying to bring in different community members and audience members to engage with um, new artwork and facilitate uh, new relationships. So it's all, it's all a very positive, busy time, yeah. An opportunity to bring people into town and then to sort of say these are the other opportunities exactly. taking place. Yeah. Well, and before we end here, Linda, I'm wondering if you'd like to take a couple minutes and talk about some of the shows you have upcoming in the new year at Art Art Placement. Yes, our Winter Flyer is just about uh, ready to go to press. Uh, We have some of the first shows of the year online as well for people to look at. Uh, The first one of the year is January 9th to the 28th. It's Conversations in Paint. And we're really excited to introduce uh, the work of Lisa Streifler out of Regina. We'll have works by Betsy Rosenwald as well, Leah Rosenberg and Bob Christie. 
The next show after that, the end of January, January 30th, will be Naturescapes. So we're also really excited to introduce the work of Ian Rawlingson to the gallery. We'll have um, Heather Klein's work as well as Nancy Lowry's work in that show. Uh, sort of an exciting take on um, the urban and the rural sort of in proximity. Uh, the last show I'll talk briefly about is actually our third group show of the year. We'll have February 27th, March 24th, Prairie Vision. So we'll have a mixture of work from Winona Mulcaster, uh, Lorna Russell, uh, Rebecca Perhudoff, Dorothy Knowles. So uh, a really colourful uh, introduction to the winter months at the gallery. We're really looking forward to it. We hope people can come out the shows so that's to start off the year there are three group exhibitions because i know you guys have in the past done a fair number of solo exhibitions so yes and actually we've increased our um show length from three to four weeks so we find that there's actually less room for group shows in our roster but uh we thought we'd start off with a, a range of recent work to the gallery we thought we'd start off with uh, a number of group shows to sort of incorporate uh our artists are working on. So. Oh, nice. And like you said, there's a couple new artists there, so expanding the roster at Art Placement. Yeah, yeah, really exciting, really colorful stuff. So looking forward to it. Great. So for more information on your upcoming shows, people can go to artplacement.com. And as you were mentioning before, the works for the AKA Art Draw are online as well. For that, people can go to akaartistrun.com and they'll be directed to the Art Draw there, decide it what works they may like beforehand, what you might like to uh, put at the top of your list if selected. And finally, one more website to give, as we've been talking about a few different things tonight, Sask Galleries website with more information there is saskgalleries.com. A few events coming up then, which is exciting that you've been involved in coming up in the new year. Just one more time in terms of that Sask Galleries, and if people are wanting information on the art fair or if anyone here listening is a snowbird and will be down in Scottsdale, Arizona and would like to find out more, they would be best to go to the website there for SAS Galleries or is there a, a way of getting on an email yeah. list? Uh, yes, actually, if they contact us uh, through the SAS Galleries website, they can sign up for more information. They can also contact me directly at 306-664-3385 if they have any questions. And again, the Saskart Fair, it's in sort of the planning stages at this point, but we're, we're greatly looking forward to the opportunity to, to really showcase um, some of the great artwork that we have in the province and some of the fantastic artists that we uh, work with. Thanks again for coming on the show, Linda, and uh, indulging us with a few different uh, hats that you wear as it was. Well, thanks very much. You've been listening to Unframed Conversations About the Arts on CFCR 90.5 FM and streaming live at cfcr.ca. Or, as we've been mentioning recently, you may be listening to this as a podcast. For those of you who haven't found our podcast yet, it's available on our website, unframedradio.com, or through iTunes, simply search Unframed. And I'd just like to remind our members that Art Placement has given CFCR $25 gift certificates towards the purchase of art supplies or custom framing. And if you'd like to enter, just email contests at cfcr.ca with your name and CFCR membership card number. My name is Michael. I've been your host tonight. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a good evening.